Hey friend, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here listening to another episode of the Pattern Design Circle podcast. Here we talk all about the ins and outs of designing knit and crochet patterns and running a business that makes it all possible. I'm Jessica, your host, knitting pattern designer, design mentor, and the friend in your ear. Can't wait to dive right in. The Pattern Design Circle podcast is sponsored by the Pattern Design Circle, a membership community for knit and crochet pattern designers that are feeling lost, lonely, or frustrated in their business. It connects you with a supportive community that's always eager to answer your questions and help you through the hard times. And there's loads of resources and activities specifically catered to business and designing. Sound like your jam? Check it out at snickerdoodlenits.com forward slash design dash circle. That's snickerdoodle like the cookie, knits, K-N-I-T-S dot com forward slash design dash circle. All right, let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pattern Design Circle podcast. I'm so excited, as always, to be here chatting in your ear. And this week on the podcast, I would like to talk about a topic that I think can be sensitive in our industry. It can be difficult to navigate. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions. So what I want to talk about is free knitting patterns. This also applies to crochet patterns, (laughs) free crochet patterns and knitting patterns. Um, But I want to talk about how different business models use free knitting patterns. Because any, anybody that's using knitting patterns as a business, even if they're offering the knitting patterns for free, they're not really selling them for free. They're making money off those patterns in one form or another. So I will just want to talk about how how people are able to financially offer free patterns and have wonderful sustainable businesses, all of the things. Um, and I will share that I I personally don't choose to offer all of my patterns for free. Um, that's, that's a personal decision. That doesn't mean that it's <laughs> a right or wrong one. I, I do have some worries personally about devaluing artists' work and things like that when there are expectations for free. And I don't know the solution to all that, but you have to ultimately choose what works best for you and your business model. There are some people that I, you know, I admire and think are wonderful people that have all of their patterns for free. So anyway, um, yes. So let's start with businesses like mine that have some patterns available for free, but not all patterns are available for free. So if you're familiar with the idea of a freebie or a lead magnet, an opt-in, they're all the same, same idea, but it is offering somebody something for free to get you on their email list, essentially. Um, And so I do use I have free knitting patterns that are available that way. One nice thing about that from a a designer perspective is that it gives them a sample of what your work 
is actually like what your knitting patterns are like, the quality that you put into it, what they can expect when they would purchase a pattern. Um, I personally don't think that knitting patterns are necessarily the best freebie that you can offer. I think that there's a lot of information and value that we can provide in a freebie without it being a knitting pattern. Um, but we're used to seeing free patterns online, right? <laughs> and we are, as a society in general, uh, used to wanting things for free. So it can definitely be a way to get in touch with a new audience base, customer base, people that you wouldn't be interacting with already normally. So for myself personally, most of my free pattern traffic comes from SEO on Google and from Pinterest. So I figure that those are folks that I am reaching that I wouldn't be reaching otherwise. Then once they're on my email list, they get all of my emails that I send to folks who are interested in knitting patterns because I have my I have my email list segmented into different interests. Um, so that means that when I have a new pattern, they hear about it. When I have a promotion, they hear about it, all that kind of thing. Now, I personally feel like the people who join through my free knitting patterns aren't always 100% my ideal customer. And I think a lot of that is that there are people who are interested in free patterns who aren't interested in paid patterns. And I know that's been my experience in the past. <laughs> When I was very new to the community, before I knew there was really much online, um, I was used to the free pamphlets at Michael's stores. Um, and so I get it. I definitely get it. But from a business perspective, that means to me that those people aren't necessarily the warmest leads that I could be getting. They're not necessarily the best fit. They're not necessarily really my ideal customer. Now, knowing what is the best fit for you, something that you have to work through, right? You have to know your business and your audience and all of the things. It's not to say that I don't make sales through people who sign up through my free patterns, for sure. Um, but that is one way that we, we can use as a business model, free knitting patterns or crochet patterns in our business to still lead us to more money because then once we're nurturing them on our email list, once they're aware of our paid patterns, they can purchase from us that way. Uh, so really that is as a, a general <laughs> um, kind of category, that is when you offer a knitting or crochet pattern for free as an incentive to buy, do, watch, sign up, for something. So you could have a free knitting pattern available and then you lead that to a course or you could have a free knitting pattern available and leads them to buying another pattern, um, all of that. So then another segment that we see inside of the knit and crochet industry is yarn companies offering patterns for free on their website, typically. Um, they might also offer it like the, those the little pamphlets. Um, places like big box stores might have free patterns. 
And those places are all using those free patterns to sell their yarn. <laughs> so they're, they're using the knitting pattern to make money on a different product. They're using that knitting pattern as a resource for somebody to know how to actually use their yarn or give them a project so that they are excited to purchase that yarn and know what they want to do with it. Therefore, that means that those yarn companies are using the free knitting patterns or crochet patterns to make money. They're, those are not free patterns for their business. They're not just offering all this stuff for free just to be generous. <laughs> it's part of their business model that helps them to make money. And then often, especially companies that I'm thinking of in particular, they also, the, the yarn company, the big company, they are paying, they're actually paying for a designer to create that design. So whether that is an in-house designer that they're paying a salary or an hourly rate, whether that's a submission that they've received from somebody else, um, they have paid somebody to create that design. So that designer also is still being compensated for that design that they've created, even though the pattern is being offered for free to the audience, to the knitter or the crocheter. Then we have another category in our industry that is also a fairly large, uh, fairly prevalent, something that we, we've seen a fair bit. And that is patterns offered for free on blog posts. And typically, um, or often I should say, these are people, businesses, that their, their model is to make money off of the blog. So they are making money off of um, ads that are being shown on that blog. They're making money from affiliate links for products that they're recommending in that pattern. They're making money from sponsorships where somebody's sponsoring their blog and paying for this particular pattern essentially to be posted or for their blog in general to be available for free. So in that case, the designer is still being paid for their, their designs that they're creating and offering for free, uh, but it's not through pattern sales directly. It's being compensated for the fact that they're offering it for free on this website. Now, Sometimes we'll see on those blogs, often, you know, it's split up. It's um, it's not condensed all like a knitting pattern or crochet pattern is. Often it's a little bit more difficult to kind of navigate. Um, so the designer might have the pattern available for free on their blog and also offer the opportunity for a customer to purchase the actual PDF download from their shop. They also might have in that their blog incentives for folks to sign up for their email list. So then they're also building their email list where they can then sell to their email list or continue to direct them to their blog posts where they're being paid through ads and sponsorships and affiliate links and all of that. Um, so really those are, when we look at business models for free patterns, that is 
that those are kind of the incentives for businesses to offer patterns for free. They are not offering patterns for free and not being paid for that value that they're adding to the customer's life. They're not just having free patterns sitting around. They're being compensated for the free patterns. So these are absolutely business models that you can integrate into your own business if it resonates with you, if it makes sense to you. I personally, like I've already mentioned, um, I, I do worry that free patterns devalue the worth of patterns. And at the same time, I know that uh, pattern designers, we, if you need to make money in order to support your family, sometimes you do have to do what you have to do. So um, blogging and offering those patterns for free is absolutely an option. Uh, working for a company that offers those for free and you get paid as the designer, that's absolutely an option. Um, and then I think there is perhaps what feels like a gaping hole of free patterns that I did not touch on. And that is when folks are offering free patterns and you're not operating like a business. It's not their goal to make money. It's a fun hobby. It's something that they enjoy. They want to just share it with the world. And, you know, that comes very, very kind and generous place, I think, usually. And sometimes uh, it also comes from, or it can be assisted by or accom um, accompanied by uh, this sentiment that then the pattern doesn't need to be as high quality. Some of these folks aren't having their patterns tested. Some of them aren't having them tech edited. Um, sometimes, you know, including some of those other things that I mentioned, the other places that ways that people are selling free patterns and making money from it, uh, including big yarn company websites and things like that. Uh, another problem that I see with free patterns is that sometimes they're not the best quality. Uh, there can be a lot of mistakes in them. They can be really difficult to navigate and to work from. Even as a designer of multiple years, there are some free patterns that I get from even a large company and I try to work through it and I'm just so frustrated and lost and confused. And I don't know if it's because there's a whole bunch of errors in it and so it's not working. I don't know if it's just because whatever, however they've written it, it's just super confusing Whatever it is, it's not working for me. So I do think that there is still a lot of worth in pay patterns. Um, I do worry that, and I guess I can speak from my own experience. Before I really knew about indie pattern designers and things like that, uh, before I knew much about pattern design and that people could actually like have a business selling patterns and all of that, um, I had primarily used free patterns on Ravelry and I was used to a lot of them being difficult to navigate and having errors and things like that. And so I wasn't as incentivized or I didn't, it was, it was harder to feel like there was value to pay for a pattern when I was used to lower quality patterns that were available for free. I didn't realize that Typically, when you're paying for a pattern, 
you often get a better quality with more in-depth instructions, more resources, all of that available, even more access to the pattern designer for questions. Um, so I guess those are my, my concerns, uh, my kind of issues, just personally, my opinions around uh, issues around free patterns, but it's totally 100% a, a valid way to run your business if that's what feels good to you. I know here on the podcast, I primarily talk about selling patterns. Uh, I talk about making business, making money off of patterns. Um, but I, especially because one of my recent podcast hosts actually was talking about free patterns and like that's how she does all of her patterns, um, I wanted to touch on it. And there are definitely pros to this as well. You know, like I mentioned my cons, um, my, the things that I see as disadvantages to free patterns. Some of the positives are that it can feel a lot easier to market a free pattern. It can be, feel a lot easier to have the confidence to be like, Hey, I'm putting this out into the world and not feeling like, uh, it has to be perfect because you're asking for money or, uh, not worried as much about people's expectations because it is free. Uh, even, places that you can promote free things that you can't pay, promote, promote <laughs> paid things. Uh, there are a lot of advantages for sure. And uh, if you're doing it as a blog, it's essentially your blog content for you. Um, another thing, I guess, that I feel like I've noticed is that often the free patterns are a lot of accessories and things like that uh, because there is so much work that can go into designing a garment. That isn't 100% true, um, but that's just a kind of trend that I've seen personally. Um, so yeah, I mean, really, as everything boils down to, uh, <laughs> consider what's important to you, what are your values, what, how do you want to make money, what feels good to you? I, you know, I mentioned that it can feel easier to try to market free patterns. It can be easier to talk about your patterns if they're free. Uh, and at the same time, I personally would feel gross trying to promote a blog that has ads on it. Um, they drive me bonkers personally. Um, I get really irritated working through websites like that and blogs like that. Um, and so for myself, that wouldn't necessarily be easier. Um, it wouldn't necessarily make my marketing easier. I wouldn't necessarily make me more likely to talk about my patterns and my work. So just know your personality, know what feels good to you, what doesn't. Think about somebody else's business. Think what kind of uh, work or um, like what, what kind of patterns are you recommending to your friends? If you are, are you recommending paid patterns? Are you recommending websites? Are you, is there something that if you recommended it to a friend, you'd feel a little bit like, mm, I don't know if I totally, totally want to recommend this. Um, consider that kind of stuff for your own business. There are, they're not right or wrong answers. It's really about really defining what feels good to you, what feels authentic and genuine that you're really going to love and what connects with your brand and audience. So I hope this really helped clear up maybe some misconceptions about free knitting patterns available online. Um, obviously, we could go down a whole nother rabbit hole 
on free patterns that are available online that have stolen patterns from other people. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, but this hopefully will give you an idea of how in the world are some of these businesses making money off of free patterns or why are they still offering free patterns or why are free patterns still a big thing uh, as a business model? So, all right, I hope, hope that helps you understand that perspective, those different business models and helps you maybe get hopes. I hope it maybe gives you some things to think about as you are thinking about the business model of your own business. Wow. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you found it valuable, please share the podcast with a designer friend. And if you have a minute, leave a review. It's so helpful for me and means the world to me. Chat soon.